You're listening to Cam's Talk, a podcast brought to you by the service users and professionals from East London NHS Foundation Trust. A podcast where you can hear us discuss, debate and challenge issues around child and adolescent mental health in the UK. My name's Nikki Scott and welcome to our CAMS Talk podcast. Today I'm hosting the um, discussion with my colleague Ashling. Hi Ashling. Hello. And we are joined by um, two of our colleagues from Interfilm. So we have Hannah. Hello. Hannah Fawcett, who's the um, project manager for the Moving Minds project, and Anjali. Hello. Uh, Angelie Stevens is the filmmaker that we've been working with. So we are extremely lucky that we've just had had a fantastic project with Interfilm um, where we've worked with some of our young people to um, produce a short film. And we've, we've got three of our young people with us today. So we have Susie. Hi, yeah, I'm Susie and I'm 16. And we have Alice. Hi, I'm Alice and I'm 13. Thanks, Alice. And we have Isma. Hi, Isma. Hi, my name is Isma and I'm a CAM service user. I enjoy reading and going on walks. Thank you, Isma. It's lovely to have you with us today. We, as I say, I'm trying to think of the timescales now, actually. Um, Hannah, when did we first start talking about this project? It was quite a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was probably um, February 2020. So, yeah, quite quite a long time ago. I think that's when we had our first initial discussion about the project. So I was very fortunate two years ago to work with Interfilm on their Moving Minds project. Um, And it was quite a different scenario then. I worked with some young people accessed our loot and cam service um, to bring them together for a series of workshops where they worked on producing a short film around mental health which was the idea initially again Hannah wasn't it when we first met back in February but then quite a few things changed and we had to adapt the way that we were working. Yeah we were really fortunate um, to get a second round of funding for this project Um, from ICAP Charity Day. Um, I think because the project had run so well previously and the young people and the organisations that were involved in it got so much out of it um, that we were given some funding to run it again. So we had intended to run it as we had done previously, that these would be workshops where our filmmakers would go out and meet with groups, work with young people, um, teach them filmmaking skills, and they would have the opportunity to make a short film. So that was our plan. And obviously things changed. They changed for everybody um, in March of last year. But at Interfilm, we just felt that despite everything that was going on, it was really important for this project still to continue. And so we spent quite a few months and I continued having conversations with, with people like yourself, Nikki, to sort of think, okay, well, what can we do? And obviously at that time, things were still changing. I don't think any of us at that point knew how long um, COVID was going to go on for. So we kind of 
still were aiming to be able to do the, the workshops in person but obviously the longer things went on we realized that wasn't possible so we thought okay well what can we do how can we make this project still happen and that's when we made the decision to move it online and I think sort of right from the start I was certainly confident that we could do it but I just wasn't sure exactly how we were going to do it but yeah here we are sort of several months later and we've managed to be able to deliver this this project online and make a short film with people collaborating all from sort of different locations which is fantastic. Which is incredible really isn't it when you think about the fact that none of us have ever sat in a room together and sort of worked on this project um, we've all sort of met separately um, on a weekly basis um, on Zoom um, which has been quite incredible actually to see what our young people have achieved. Um, Ashling, I know when you and I were discussing it originally, we we were sort of a little bit concerned about how it was going to work and how young people were going to engage with it, weren't we? Yeah, definitely. And I think with all the different kinds of projects that we run, and we're lucky enough to work with quite a few different organisations, there's always a lot of decisions that need to be made at the beginning. You know, how many young people are we going to get involved, different age ranges, all of those kind of usual questions that we ask ourselves. But, you know, I remember really kind of starting the conversations of, of planning groups in August, September time. Um, and at the beginning, there was a, a mention of maybe you know, we could socially distance and perhaps we could come together and watch a virtual session by the filmmaker all in the same room, um, you know, adhering to all of the guidelines. So um, even kind of in that planning process, there were questions that changed constantly. So um, I think the fact that we've been able to run such a, well, I think, successful project under such uncertain circumstances at the beginning um, is really testimony to all of the young people's hard work um, and yours, Angelie and Hannah, um, because, you know, none of us knew how this would turn out. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's actually gone really well considering. Absolutely. And we were incredibly fortunate that um, Interfilm were very generous in providing us with um, or providing the young people with equipment that they could use um, to help them. Um, so I'm going to speak with our young people now. And if you can remember way back when we first sort of spoke to you about this project, what was it that that made you want to get involved? Because we didn't necessarily um, approach young people that had any experience of filmmaking. So, Isma, can you can you remember that initial conversation and and what was it that really sold this project to you? I wanted to get involved because I wanted to learn how to film. And the process of filmmaking, as I love watching movies. Brilliant. Thank you. And how about you, Alice? Yes. Unfortunately, I was able to do drama at school. So being able to do this sort of filled the hole that was missing. And I wanted to find a way to improve my confidence. And this has helped a lot. That's really good to hear because I know you're an extremely creative person, aren't you, Alice? Yeah, I do a lot of writing and art in my free time. So this was another way to sort of express myself in a different way. Brilliant. Thank you so much. And Susie, how about you? 
Um, for me, I think because I've never really done any of it, I thought it would just be a new skill that, like, I could put on my CV and, like, just have that, like, more of, like, just a thing to know that I've done that instead of, like, because it was really out of my comfort zone. Like, I've never done anything like that. It was just more for me than any other reason. That's great to hear that you've really sort of, you know, um, learnt new skills and that you feel it's something that you can you can add to your CV, which I know is is so important. You know, you get so many opportunities um, through your participation work um, and skills that you'll be able to transfer into your future life as well. So, yeah. thank you. So when we first set up the project, um, we decided that we would set aside um, one and a half hours a week to actually come together um, and work with the young people. Um, Angeli, do you want to talk a little bit then about the process of how we got to um, the ideas? And Yeah, so... Um... Relatively early on, I think we, I'd heard, because I came onto the project comparatively a little bit later, um, because I hadn't actually been involved with Interfilm prior to this. Um, but one of my colleagues who I'd worked with on a different project was kind of involved, I think, earlier on. So I came on to the project like a little bit later. But I think obviously at that point, we knew that we would all be, uh, kind of joining onto the call separately from separate locations. So I sort of already had that in mind when I first started thinking about how we were going to approach making the film. And then in one of the early sessions, I think it was right at the beginning, um, I think it might have been, I can't remember, it might have been Susie actually who sort of mentioned the idea of like having different characters or having different stories, something like that. And so because that was an idea that was kind of brought on quite early, I'd sort of kept that in mind from the beginning, really, because I thought that was a really good way of getting everyone involved from those different locations. Because obviously, a lot of the time with the work that I do, most of the time, the young people who are involved are in the same room. It means that they can talk to each other. You can have scenes with more than one person in it. Um, but because I knew that we were all going to be in separate locations, it seems like having everyone have their own section that they could film and then we just sort of put it all together was probably the most effective way of doing things. Um, so, yeah, so that was kind of always in my mind, really, that we probably kind of work on it in that way and sort of develop maybe characters or something like that. And then just through the discussions and through our sessions, it kind of seemed like that was sort of the right way to go. We did... Um, I remember early on in one of the sessions, we did like a, a word cloud where everyone kind of talked about the themes that they might like to explore in in the film. And um, the idea of journeys came up and I thought that was a really nice one to explore and a good way to kind of, for everyone to kind of get involved with their, their own sort of uh, ideas of what, because I mean, everyone's journey through life or mental health is like an ongoing process. And so I think that was kind of the key thing that we were focusing on. Um, and then, yeah, we kind of developed characters from there, really. I really like the fact that, like, we had the freedom. Like, it wasn't that, like, we went into the group and 
Angela was and and Hannah was like, right, so this is what we're gonna be doing. How do you think we can portray this? It was completely our freedom for everything. Like there wasn't like a set thing that we had to base it off or anything. It was literally anything. And like I liked that because it was like the whole thing was our idea. Like there was no like we had some help like with if we was we come up with an idea but we didn't know how to portray it we'd had help but like coming up with the ideas and like the storylines were literally all of us so that was nice Hannah you were going to say something yeah just really sort of to go over that point that's what was a really important part of the project is about giving young people the opportunity to tell the stories that they want to tell. Um, and, and like I said, that's such a key part of the project. Um, so I just kind of wanted to sort of reiterate that. Um, yeah. And Angela. Yeah. So, I mean, my job in this, in this whole thing is to facilitate the ideas of everyone involved. So although I am a filmmaker in this context, I'm a filmmaking facilitator. So my job is to facilitate everything, you know, the ideas of other people. It's not my film, right? Obviously I'm involved in it and I, I'm helping to guide it, but but the film really belongs to the young people who are involved. It's their film, it's their ideas. I help to provide guidance and kind of steer them or, you know, to kind of give a framework that they can work in. But all of the ideas, all of the, the work that went into the film really was theirs. Um, and it's just been, I mean, they've all done so well. That's the thing. Like all of their ideas were just amazing. I've been continually impressed by them throughout the whole process. So it's been great. Yeah, I think also um, just in, in regards to ownership and it, it being all of the young people's work, if there are any positives that have come from COVID and kind of the fact that we had to deliver this project in this way, it, it did mean that both me and Anjali were very hands-off in, in the process. So as uh, saying all the ideas generated with the young people's, all the camera work, all the direction. Um, so I think that kind of really helped in, in some respects that we were there, that it kind of, you know, hopefully that it's really helped um, the group to develop the filmmaking skills and give them the confidence, hopefully, to go on and do some more filmmaking um, after the project as well. Susie, were you going to um, say yeah, something I mean there? I was going to say that, like, with us being at home, with doing the project and like, not all together, we had the support from each other and you all, but, like, it was like we were doing it on our own as well, which was quite nice. Like, yes, we would do majority of the film in, like, in our weekly sessions, but we could do a little bit more during the week and it, we wasn't restricted to be in, in say the cams clinic and doing it there we had we could literally do it whenever we wanted if we weren't feeling up to like doing our filming in the group session like we weren't we just had to upload it by the group next group which was nice you were all extremely dedicated to doing that and um i think that was another thing that was so admirable um alice when when you spoke a moment ago you said um 
you mentioned that it had really helped with your confidence. Now, you were a young person that came into this project that actually um, didn't know any of the others involved. You'd never met myself or Ashling, um, and, and we we had previously worked with Susie or Isma. So, how was that for you joining join the the project as as somebody completely new? It. No, I was nervous because I, of course, I'd never met anyone. I was like, oh, how's it going to go? But I was actually surprised because everyone was so welcoming and I felt like I could really be myself and I didn't have to worry about what other people thought I could relax and be around. That's really good to hear. And as I say, your creativity really sort of shone throughout the project as well. Um, so it was really lovely to have you involved and and I'm so pleased to hear, you know, what you've got out of it. And I really hope, um, Alice, that you'll want to be involved in future projects with us. Yeah, definitely. I've enjoyed it. It's been one of the things that I've always looked forward to the week. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I've got this coming up and I'll be really happy and it's really lifted up my mood. So, yeah. That's fantastic because I know, you know, it has been a really difficult time lately. We're very aware that, you know, a lot of our young people are feeling really isolated, especially at the moment where you're not sort of going into school on a weekly basis. So, you know, it was really important for for us that you all felt comfortable coming together um, on a weekly basis and joining us and feeling comfortable on camera and um, and actually to hear you say that you were really enjoying it and it was the highlight of your week is just uh, there's lots of smiles all around here I know I know that you the listeners can't actually see that but it's definitely brought a smile to Hannah and Angelie's face so Isma how was it for you um, being involved in the planning and having the creativity and independence to to work on the development of your character it was hard putting the film together because we had to do lots of new shots, but at the same time it was fun and we could experiment. I also had the chance to have one-to-one sessions with Anjali, which really helped me understand the process and sometimes was a lot of new information to take on board. Thank you, Isma. And yes, you know, I have to say, Ashling and I really appreciated the additional um help that Angelie gave to our young people you know there, there was quite a lot of um of information for them to take in on a weekly basis you know all of the technical side when we did this project before we had probably 15 people in a room together um for like three four hour sessions and you know they were able to be hands-on with all the equipment but actually you did an amazing job Angelie of really explaining things to them and encouraging them and sort of imparting that knowledge so oh Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, when you say, you know, we met once a week for one and a half hours, I think you'd be surprised at how quickly an hour and a half goes. Like when we're doing something like this, like an hour and a half really isn't that much time. And we only had, I think it was seven, seven sessions. And so really, that's not a lot. <laughs> and, you know, when it comes to explaining these concepts and stuff, I mean, I'm glad, I'm really, really glad that obviously you all got, got something out of it and then the film in the end turned out to be really good. 
Um, but yeah, I think sometimes it was useful to have those a couple of little extra one-to-one sessions, particularly because I think a lot of the time when we were doing those extra ones, it was around the time when we were developing like the characters and the script and all of those sorts of things. Um, and I think it was really good. It was really good, obviously, as well for me to kind of spend a bit of extra time with everyone. Um, it's been great. Um, and I think what was really good as well is that this, um, you know, as the young people have mentioned, film producing, filmmaking and learning all about that process isn't something that they've had the opportunity to do before. Um, so I think the fact that they all felt really comfortable in the process is testimony to the amount of time that you took to really make sure that everyone was comfortable and confident in their knowledge and knew what they were doing and you know really felt that their ideas were supported so I think it did make a massive difference. I was just gonna say like with the planning it wasn't like we would make a plan but like it wasn't like that wasn't what it had to be like for me my plan was to like be in it and you know go for walks and things and then when it got to filming I just wasn't feeling up to being in it and like <clears throat> everyone was so understanding and it like it didn't change the fact that I was still part of it because we just changed my idea and we sat down and spoke about how we could change it and then the final thing like I was still in it because we had previous recordings of me which was quite nice because even though like the whole bit of my section was completely different to my plan it still was what I wanted which was nice I think um what's really important with projects like this is the ability to be flexible with things um I've kind of learned that by working with like lots of different groups of young people is that a lot of the times the plan will change you know things will happen you and that's kind of the way that it goes with filmmaking as well is you know you might have this plan you're going to shoot loads of big scenes outside and then it rains and then you have to think of something else you have to be able to kind of change the plan quite quickly um and so I I think throughout this project as well like I was always happy to kind of reconsider our original plans and kind of keep things flexible I suppose you were talking about how um a lot of the young people hadn't hadn't had the chance to kind of be involved with filmmaking before um and for me having sort of younger people getting involved in filmmaking from a relatively early-ish age I find really important if it's where it's possible like because I I was quite lucky like I first got involved with filmmaking when I was quite young I think I was like 11 or 12 and that was only because I um had people who were already in my life so I had family members who were filmmakers and stuff like that and so I for me filmmaking has always been a really great um sort of outlet for creativity and so I kind of have always wanted to bring that to other young people um so it's really nice for me to hear that it's sort of done that for all of you. Hannah? Yeah and hopefully because of the way the project was um delivered and the film and all of the films made as part of the Moving Minds project were shot on either tablets or smartphones um it kind of shows that filmmaking is accessible you don't have to have the big fancy camera, lots of actors, you know, locations to make a fantastic, engaging story. So, again, something that's come out of the project this time is that we had no choice but to um, make the film on tablets. 
Um, and so hopefully, again, that shows that, yeah, you can anybody, you know, if you've got a phone or a tablet and some ideas, you can go and you can start making a film. And actually, haven't we seen that throughout the last nine months you know obviously production of film and tv you know across across the world has had to change hasn't it you know um and we've seen lots of um fantastic examples of of short films and continuing um you know drama series where they've they've had to socially distance and they've had to work in a completely different way so yeah it, it's amazing to think um you know how how adapt how people have managed to adapt so quickly um I'm just thinking now really um, about what the challenges were for, for the young people involved in this. Isma, was there anything that you found um, particularly difficult? What was the, the fun part and the, the most challenging parts for you during the project? Filming the shop was difficult in some aspects because I got confused with portrait and landscape. But having the support we shoot and check over aided this challenge. It was fun experimenting on different background types, and I particularly liked taking still nature and abstract shots. And it was brilliant, actually, how you all, you know, because you were all receiving the same education from Anjali about that, but you all came up with really different ideas, actually, didn't they, about, you know, they, all of the young people involved had the choice of whether or not they wanted to be on camera or they wanted to sort of use um, animation or, you know, they were able to express themselves in whichever way. Um, and you all showed such creativity there. Alice, what was it that you found particularly challenging or? So I was going through some personal times through the process. So I found it quite difficult and I didn't know if I was going to be able to continue, but everyone was so supportive. So I was able to continue and still do my part. So, Susie, what was it that you found the most fun part of the project? Because I know, um, I know that you've previously mentioned, as Alice had, that you know during during the process of the seven weeks that we were coming together, seven weeks is a long time, isn't it, in in anyone's life, but especially at the moment when the days are dragging, um, and it's it's difficult to sort of get motivated. But what what kept you coming back to the project and I think you kept your enthusiasm going because you were always so enthusiastic, Susie. I think for me, it was um, one of the main reasons was that, um, like, when I was struggling and um, I didn't really want to be filming or anything, it was I didn't want to let the others down. And it was like, I've because if one of us goes, that it's going to not make it the best so that was what kind of kept me going but the thing that I loved doing the most was the um like the planning of it because for me like you can record anything and you know but being told to record like and actually coming up with the ideas and it being your own ideas was really good and it was like it was literally our film which I really liked Brilliant. Thank you, Susie. So 
after seven weeks, then you all had uploaded all of your your footage and you'd um, you know written your scripts and sent everything up to Anjali. So, Anjali, what was that process then of putting every everything together? How was that for you? It was really, it was, I mean, to be honest, it was really fun. Like, I really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the whole project. I think by the time that it came to putting everything together, even though things had changed quite a lot since we had kind of first started talking about this, throughout the sessions, we put a kind of framework in place that kind of, that meant that I had quite a lot to work with. So everyone had really clear ideas of like, who their characters were, what they were going through. Everyone had submitted scripts for what, you know, the, a full script essentially of, of all their characters' words. Um, so then it was just a case of kind of connecting everything together. They'd all put together shot lists as well. So a lot of it was kind of, you, you have all, it's like a recipe. You've got all the ingredients and then you kind of have to put it all together and like stick it in the oven or in a pot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then so I basically just started editing everything together based on all of the, the stuff that they'd submitted, the footage, but also obviously the scripts and the shot lists that accompanied it. And so a lot of the stuff that I put together was pretty close to what they had, had submitted. I moved a few things around just because, just for what kind of flowed best once I'd watched it. Um, but yeah. Quite rightly, because you're yeah. the expert. <laughs> oh uh, yeah and then I think but I mean to be honest though like I didn't have to move that much around like all of the work that they put in was so good already there was a very clear because each each of the young people had developed their own character the character had like each character was going through their own sort of journey essentially as well talking about the things that they were struggling with and you know the things that helped them and stuff like that so it was quite easy for me in a way because I had a sort of clear arc that each character could follow and then it all tied together really nicely with a line at the end that we decided that everyone would say and we'd kind of worked on that all together so essentially it was just connecting the dots in the end so thinking back it was actually at the very early stages when we were um when you were sorry deciding on the theme and um it was very early on that you came up with the sort of um the theme of the of the film and 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 that really decided the title didn't it Susie yeah um we were based like whilst we were planning it we were saying that we wanted the whole thing to be about like people not feeling alone and things like that so we came up with the name of the uh, film to be called not alone because we felt that kind of brought it all together and like all all three of our different sections we wanted it all to have a similar like story so that's where we got not alone from because we wanted all our characters to by the end of their little bit to realize that they weren't alone and isma how did you did you find it quite easy to work towards that that title yeah i think it really suited the film like yeah as Susie said, you know, you all had your um, your stories and your journeys were all quite different, but actually the really strong message that came through um, from all three of you was that, you know, there was somebody there for each character at the end. 
Alice, how did you find that process working towards that not alone theme? So we all had the idea. So in our writing, we all mentioned at some point at feeling but all of us felt alone. So we like had an idea to kind of resolve that so we didn't feel so alone. So I think that's how we got the title, Not So Alone. Thank you. Angelie? Yeah, I think the idea of not being alone was brought up quite early and that was kind of what we wanted to connect everything together. So even though each character was going through specific, you know, struggles that were very personal to them, throughout the journey, they kind of come to realise that they're not completely alone, even though, you know, obviously you can feel very isolated, especially when you're going through a difficult time. But everyone goes through that to some extent at one point or another. And so I think that's kind of what ties it all up together in the end is that you're not alone in, in even when you're struggling, you're actually not alone. It's something that happens to everyone. So I think that was kind of the idea that kind of tied it all together, really. And so relevant at the moment, isn't it? You know, when we're really, really encouraging people to reach out and ask for help and be very um, aware of how people are coping around them. And yeah, yeah, I think it's such a difficult time. So last week, we were so excited that we um, to actually see the film. So we had a, a little premiere um last week where we all um, the, you unveiled the film for us, Anjali. Um, how did you feel, Isma, before before the premiere when you got to see your film for the first time? I felt nervous but excited at the same time. I'm really proud. I'm really proud that I've accomplished making a short film on mental health, which is such an important issue and is often neglected. Absolutely, yeah. You did a fantastic job of, of raising awareness and, and were you pleased, Isma, with the end result? Yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed the music that went along with it. Yeah, I know. I think Anjali did a really good job of matching the music up, actually. So you all had different music sort of um, accompanying as background music to your to your individual film. And I thought they all worked really well together. Alice, how did you feel before the premiere? Yeah, I was really excited, obviously. Like Isma said, it was quite nerve-wracking at the same time, but... I think it turned out really great. I think we all get a, got a bit emotional at the same time while watching it because it was such, it was like happy tears, like because it was such an amazing film. I know. And I was the worst, wasn't I, Alice? I have to say um you could they they were all uh trying hard to ignore the fact that i definitely had tears in my eyes i felt extremely emotional watching the film um i'm very very proud of of what you'd all achieved in in quite difficult circumstances and in really challenging times um ashling i know you felt exactly the same didn't you yeah i think i mean i'm going back to that word journey again really i think um having had these conversations so early on you know February 2020 and such uncertainty around every process involved with the project um, to finally be at the end of it and um, to kind of see all of the hard work that 
everyone had put in together um, really kind of culminate in this exactly everything that we'd hoped. And, you know, after we watched the film, some of this podcast, as we're discussing what the young people have got out of taking part, um, it does feel like exactly what we'd really hoped from the start would would happen. So, um, yeah, it was a really emotional afternoon just um, and especially after having spent seven, eight weeks, you know, in each other's company for an hour and a half, you know, the end of the project as well was quite, quite difficult. So I think we all really enjoyed it. Definitely. Yeah, I always feel like that when we come to the end of a project with our young people um, and working with Hannah and Anjali, you know, it, it's been a real pleasure. And I'm hoping that we'll get the opportunity to do this again in another two years. Um, Susie, how did you come into you? How did you feel watching that? The premiere of your film? Well, um, for me, um I mean, last week was a rubbish week, but having the film before kind of, like, I don't know, it just, watching that, like, it just made me so proud of everything that I'd done. And I remember we had to watch it twice because I had a phone call in it and I was just watching it and I literally just wanted to burst into tears because it was so good and, like, I was just like, I actually helped make that. Like, that is actually me in that, which was just so good. And I know that you're all, um, you know, excited to be able to share it with your friends and your families. Um, Hannah and Anjali, I know that it's already had an unveiling at Interfilm, hasn't it? What was What was the reaction to the film? Yeah, there's been some some fantastic feedback. Um, we uh, shared a news and views article last week, um, which talked about the project and had all um, the films that the young people who took part in the project have made. So yeah, we've had some some great feedback. I think everyone is just really impressed with how all the groups and the young people have come together in such difficult circumstances and made a film and been able to collaborate together and produce these fantastic films which have these great themes and are hopefully going to inspire and uh you know promote conversation about mental health so um yeah the feedback's been been really good and it is it is such an achievement as we've been saying original conversations back in february to be here now and to have done this project and to have this this film it's fantastic. I couldn't be prouder of the project. I think it's a, an amazing achievement. And I can't wait. Yeah, the films are on our website at Interfilm now, and so lots of people are going to be able to see them, which I think is great. And it's a really appropriate time for these films to be released because I'm conscious that as we're recording this conversation, it's Children's Mental Health Awareness Week this week. Um, um, but I'm also conscious that by the time this recording goes out, that will have been and gone, but we will be able to share the link with you to the films um, and to Interfilm's website so that you can see some of the amazing work that they do all of the time with different film clubs um, around the country nationally. Um, Anjali, um, your reflections on the project? It's funny because... 
you know, it's wonderful for me, obviously, to hear what the young people have got out of it and, you know, how it, it really brightened their weeks and all of those things. Obviously, those things all mean a lot to me. But it also really brightened my weeks every week to have this. It was like, you know, everything is constantly changing around us. But, you know, I knew that on the Tuesday at four o'clock, we would get together and be able to, you know, spend some time working on this film. And so it's meant a lot to me as well. Like, it's honestly just been the best thing that I've done all year, genuinely, and the most wonderful group to have worked with. And I'm so, like, happy to have been able to do this with all of you because it's honestly just been, like, the best experience ever. And we've ended up with a really good film at the end, which is you know I mean obviously we always want film to be good in the end that's what we're hoping for but the experience overall has been everything and to have like the film be be great is like the cherry on top of a, a great time for me that's really good to hear so Isma if you could say if you could um what, how would you recommend or why would you recommend that if young people get an opportunity they should um have a go at filmmaking. What would you say about that? If someone was thinking of signing up for a project like this in the future, my advice would be to go for it as it's something new to explore and you get lots of support. Fizi, um, what would you say to any young people that have got an opportunity like the one that you guys have had? Would you recommend they get involved? Yeah, I would just say go for it because even if you don't know if you're going to enjoy it, you won't know until you've done it. And even if you like, you get to the end of it and you're like, oh, that's not really something I want to do in the future, you've still done it and you can still say, I tried that. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a real element, as we've been discussing it, of, um, you know, just giving it a go. You know, none of you came came to this project with expert filmmaking knowledge. Um, and that shouldn't be something that puts you off. You know, if you enjoy films or if you enjoy anything kind of creative, then hopefully you can get something out of it. And I think our conversations go to show that actually um, producing a film is is kind of a side product of all the other kind of amazing things that we've done together you know this real sense of community that we've developed and and the independence of coming up with your own ideas for your own characters and how you'd like the film to be um Alice what would you say to anyone that was considering getting involved in a project like this I'd say definitely go for it because you'll meet new people and it's a lot of fun and it if it interest you if you like filmmaking then I think definitely do it. So for anybody that's interested in getting involved in filmmaking the Interfilm website is a really good place to start and um, so there's lots of information on there. Um, Interfilm runs competitions, um, we do have cinema screenings obviously not at the moment um, and there is um, annual awards as well Obviously, a few things have kind of delayed and a bit different this year, but certainly there's lots of filmmaking resources. So if you want to uh, learn a little bit more about filmmaking, go onto the website, have a look there. There's also lots and lots of films that other young people have made as well, which are kind of really interesting to have a look at. 
Um, and obviously there's lots of news and, and views and various things on there. So if you're interested in filmmaking, go onto the website, have a look, um, and there'll hopefully be some really useful stuff that you can use there. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure to um, to work with everyone on this project um, and to talk about it today and to revisit the, the, the journey that we've all been on with this project. Um, as Hannah says, the, the link to all of the films that they've made as part of this project, the Moving Minds project, are on the Interfilm website. And we're also going to have the link to our film, Not Alone, on the CAMS website and watch this space for, um, for a premiere for our CAMS staff and our CAMS Talk podcast listeners so thank you all so much um thank you so much isma for being part of this project thank you nikki it was a wonderful experience that's so nice to hear and thank you susie thank you for asking me to be a part of it i've really enjoyed doing it Thanks, Susie. And Alice, it's been so lovely working with you. And I really, really hope that it's um, given you a bit of an appetite to do some more work with us. And um, we really want to involve your your creativity in future projects. Yeah, thank you for all your support and how we helped. I can't really explain how much it has. Thank you, Alice. That's really good to hear. And Anjali and Hannah, I'll miss our, our Tuesday sessions, our little um, our little icebreaker games. You've certainly given us lots of ideas for um for our little monthly quizzes. Um, Ashlyn's having a lovely time with all the uh, with all the games that you've taught us and the icebreaker activities, haven't you, Ashlyn? Yeah, yeah. It's been, I think, one of the legacies of of these meetings is that we started every session with a, a pretty much every session with a different icebreaker game, and they were all fantastic. Um, so much so that we enjoyed them that much that we now have a monthly quiz in our other group, which you know I plan some questions, and then we just play games that Angelie's taught us. Um, all together so you've really got a lasting legacy there thank you Anjali yeah and everyone yeah and, and thank you all for being part of this project and just having you know giving it a go and and sticking with it and having the faith that you know it would it would work um I think you just it's it's not only have we got this fantastic short film, but it actually demonstrates that, yeah, you can collaborate online. You can make a film together when you're not in the same place. And I think that just is a great legacy of the project. And hopefully it's going to be the starting point for lots of other projects like this, which young people can get involved in. So thank you. Thanks, Hannah. So I also just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who's been involved in this project. It's been such a joy to work with you all. I feel very lucky that this was the group that I was allocated to um, because you've been my favourite group to work with ever. So <laughs> thanks everyone. You're going to make me cry again. <laughs> me too, to be honest. <laughs> you've been listening to CAMS Talk, a podcast brought to you by the Luton and Bedford CAMS team and the Luton and Bedford Service User Participation Group. If you'd like to hear more from us, just go over to camstalk.com and subscribe. 
You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any of the other platforms that you're using. Once you've subscribed, you'll get notification on your device every time we release a new episode. If you want to comment or share your views, you can contact us on Twitter using at camstalk, or you can send us an email using info at camstalk.com. One last thing before we go. Don't forget to use the hashtag camstalkpodcast whenever you comment on social media. We'll speak to you soon.